Hey, Story Show podcast listeners, Jeremy here along with... Angie Zolaberger. <laughs> I said that's that just... About, <laughs> about to take a drink of coffee, it's yeah. fine. She's like, oh! <laughs> All I'm right. always about to take a drink of coffee, so... Yeah, I mean, you, 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 can't, you can't plan around it, so... Uh, hey, so we're here, uh, episode two of season three of the Story Show podcast, and uh, before we get into our featured story for this episode, we want to remind folks of our upcoming story show on January 12th. Um, Angie, do you want to talk about the theme and the charity a bit? I would love to. Okay. Uh, our theme this time is going to be Give Me Shelter. Uh, we came up with that based on our charity, which is the Freeborn County Humane Society. We're very excited to partner with them uh, and raise some funds for some adorable little pets and pups that are just waiting for you to come down there and scoop them up. <laughs> Please do it before I do it. I can't have any more dogs. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, someone needs another pet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. My husband calls it the puppy cliff. Yeah. He, he has to talk me down from yeah. the puppy cliff okay. at least once a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah so um, super excited about the charity. I think we're going to get a lot of great stories with that Give Me Shelter theme. We're hoping for some pet stories, but we don't want to limit folks to that because I think it's a really flexible theme that, that uh, you know, should should produce some good stuff for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you could talk about all kinds of stuff. I don't know. Uh, we get shelter every day from people, and we offer it to others sometimes in words or actions. Um, sometimes it's just giving someone the right book at the right time, yeah. things like that. Yeah, for sure. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. So, yeah, so hopefully that that theme connects with you in some way and uh, and you are inspired to write a story and be a part <laughs> of the next show which will take place at the Marion Ross Performing Arts Center Saturday, January 12th. And our deadline is for submissions is what? Thanksgiving Day, Turkey Day. So November 22nd, if you need the hard date, the yeah. hard data, November yeah. 22. Yeah, and uh, you can submit stories in a couple of ways. Mm-hmm. One is through our website at thestoryshow.org. Mm-hmm. And there is a link there for submissions, right? Yep. Under contact us. And can they email us directly as well? Absolutely. At alstoryshow at gmail.com. Awesome. All right. So, um, yeah. So I think you've, everyone has the info here for our next show. And so let's talk a little bit about this episode. Yeah. Holly's story. Okay. So Holly yeah. Karstens, uh And I hadn't met Holly before this show. Had you? No, not officially. I mean, I've seen her around town. She She's everywhere. She is a uh, doer and a dreamer, which is the title of her story. She may not think she's a doer, but she is she's out there a doer. Yeah. Yeah, helping. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And so, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Like, I, I knew who she was, but I hadn't met her. Um, but she runs a dance studio mm-hmm. in town and is involved in all kinds of other things as well. Yep. United Way board. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so this is a story about kind of the unique relationship that she and her husband have. Mm-hmm. As uh, he's the doer, he's the doer, she's the dreamer, but they're both doers. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's a great nice. story, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Wait. So, Jeremy. Yeah. Are you a doer or a dreamer? <laughs> Depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think I'm I think I'm a doer. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I am kind of a dreamer, but I also I do get stuff done. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. I don't think I could pick between the two. Although, I, I guess it would depend on the time of year. End of the quarter, I'm more of a sleeper. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, what's what's my wife going to say? Jenny would say I'm more of a dreamer because oh, cool. I've been... I've, Is she the doer? She is definitely a doer. Yeah, she gets stuff done. Yeah, yeah. I, I have. I was supposed to blow insulation into our attic last year, and uh, these little deadlines that I keep getting keep (laughs) passing by. So in that way, I'm not a doer at all. Yeah. So it depends. I'm probably if if we're gonna split up the couple thing, I'm probably the dreamer. She's probably the doer. Smart. Yeah. Well, yeah, if it's by couple, then I'm definitely the dreamer. And Barker is a thousand percent the doer. <laughs> he, gets it, he gets it done. He gets it done. He gets it done. Well, he gets it done like 90% of the way. And then that last 10% just like sits on my floor on the counters <laughs> until I come by and then like finish, finish the project. It. Yeah. 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 I can't relate to that at all. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. So anyway, I think without further ado, here is The Doer and the Dreamer by Holly Karstens. Hope you enjoy it. Enjoy. Keeping up and posting her daily dose of Louie pictures on Facebook of her semi-famous elder dog to keeping track of which color her hair should be this month, Holly Karsten stays busy. There are actually just a few more things on her schedule, but she's found if she can keep those two a priority, the rest falls into place. This is Holly Karsten's The Doer and The Dreamer. I would love to say that I am independently motivated, and I guess in some ways I am, but in ugly, unfun, heavy lifting kind of ways, I draw my fuel from others. I'm sure for all of us there are certain things that come easy, that don't seem to take much energy, that others view as incredible feats. For me, dreaming up fantastical futures or endeavors has always been one of my favorite hobbies and pastimes. My husband Brian jokes that due to my antsy, fanatical ways, our websites and logos are always designed before we even have a product or service to provide. (laughs) Putting it down on paper that he's the doer and I'm the dreamer really sounds like he's getting the short straw. When honestly, I am the one who is envious of his drive and persistence. I have always been a cut a few steps out kind of gal. This painting project requires four coats. I'll shave it down to three, possibly two. I'm that good. I mean, obviously, because the amount of steps in prep work directly correlates with how awesome I am. Don't worry, I see how ridiculous this sounds. But that has never stopped me before from trying to reason my way out of extra unnecessary work. And then he came along. He had to reteach me the importance of taking all the steps. While you don't have to stay long at each step, you do generally have to take them all. I come home from a trying day and say, I need you. He knows this means I took all the steps. The hard ones, the long ones, the nice when I wanted to be mean ones, and now I'm spent. I don't know if I could really tell you a dream of his, even one. 
something that would feel far-fetched or attainable to him. We are opposite in that department. I've collected plenty of dreams I look at from a distance, out of reach, out of reality. Brian's gift is to make things happen. It's also the reason our life is so beautiful and fulfilling. He sets a goal, makes it his sole mission, and crushes it. I don't call that dreaming. I call that hard work with certainty and belief in oneself. It's powerful to watch, and I'm grateful to have a front row seat. We recently purchased our first home together. Even though I knew what I was in for with a Team Brian project, I couldn't prepare. The remodel to make this house our home was going to take all my physical, mental, and emotional tools. It's proved to do just that. And we aren't done yet. He really likes to practice what he preaches about giving things your all. So after one of the longest days at the house, he now has a bulging disc in his lower back. Don't worry, it hasn't slowed progress. <laughs> Though I am exhausted and pleading for this to be over with, it's been just as rewarding and fulfilling as promised. When rooms and ideas are starting to pull together and I can see it and touch it, I well up with joy. We did that. The first real Team Brian project was the studio. I had just started teaching dance again after a seven-year hiatus. That time was also known as the dark spot on my heart. When I knew only after a year of being there that I needed to leave that position, Brian asked what options there were. I said, well, not teaching again isn't an option. So he said, looks like we're buying a building and you're starting a studio. Alrighty then. So we hunted. He soothed my anxiety. We found a place. We fell in love with it. Well, it's potential. That is where our difference overlap. The ability to envision, regardless of how absolutely scary and nasty that place was, we could see it. Within a few short weeks, it was ours, and within a few short months, I was teaching dance within the walls of my very own studio. Oh, and did I mention it's freaking beautiful. Yep, that's all thanks to his creative, creative handiwork. Being involved in the community or through Meraki has put a spotlight on me and my values. Exhibit A. Sharing your light with someone makes their light brighter and yours. Without too much thought, opening a dance studio shifted and became creating a collective space for all the arts. A sort of snowball effect has occurred with that sharing light business. Meraki has grown exponentially in offerings and the tribe. I was even awarded the Tribune's Citizen of the Year a few months ago for what I joke to be my bleeding heart. I don't take any of the support or acknowledgement for granted, but it does leave me a bit unsettled some days. Whilst I did have the dream of this beautiful space for arts, I did not have the vehicle or the wheels or the gas. Okay, I basically had a super cute tree air freshener and that was about it. <laughs> 
Brian, he made it happen. He didn't waver. He just devoured the labor until it came to fruition. I'd like to say his work ethic has rubbed off on me, and I suppose it has a bit. I mean, while you see someone working feverishly all the time, it's hard to watch from the couch. So what I've come to realize that really makes the dream work is unconditional love. When someone pours their belief and effort into you, into helping you be fulfilled, you can do anything. The overwhelming reason why I am able to spread light around our community is because he has given me his light. More importantly though, he's taught me ways to keep my flame burning brighter myself. Unconditional means through my tired, whiny, wimpy, still lofty, dreamy version of myself, he knows I will do great things. But my favorite part is that we will do great things together. The Let Your Light Shine Story Show is produced by Riley Wirth, Angie Zoller-Barker, and me, Jeremy Corey Greenis. Please check out our webpage at thestoryshow.org and continue listening to our podcast. You can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Just search for The Story Show in quotes and you should find us. Thanks. <laughs>